you've most likely been lied to today. Statistics and science shows the typical person is lied to about a hundred times a day, every single day. Now, that may be easy for you to believe because we know others lie to us, but there's a very good chance there's someone in the world right now who's believing a lie because you told it to them. And yes, guilty. Someone is believing a lie today because I told it to them. Why does it seem being honest is so incredibly difficult? It really honestly seems impossible, doesn't it? Being completely honest. I remember the Jim Carrey movie, Liar, Liar. Seems like being honest is going to get us into more trouble than lying. We're almost better off lying in some cases, right? We're going to dig into this issue. It's going to be kind of a journey through today's episode. We're going to look at the truth about lying and the lies we tell ourselves about being honest. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Monday. This podcast is about success for failures. Failures like me, who grew up in a world that valued conformity over creativity. People like me who have been made to feel like failures in the corporate structured world of education and the cubicle littered world of business. This podcast is a misfits guide to discovering, pursuing, and achieving our infinite creative purpose. So welcome home. Let's change the world around us by changing the world within us. Well, here's some brutal honesty for you. The reason you haven't reached the goal you dream about is because of a fear deep within your subconscious. That's just the truth. That's 99% of the time the case. I can sugarcoat it all day long for you. But the brutal, honest truth is that there's this fear that's keeping you from doing something you need to do today, right now. And that's what stopped you for months maybe years, maybe like me, decades. If you're ready to face this truth, I've got a free one-page report I put together. It details the five fears which hold most people back. Now, I identified several of these fears. They were holding me back, and I want I want to share them with you. Go to my5fears.com, my, the number five, fears.com. I'm going to give you this free report, and I'm going to dig in over the next couple of days in an email to you, what's going on with each one of those fears. I want to help you get past those fears like I was able to do. Honestly, I really was. And I'm being honest with you about that, all right? Today, we're talking about lies and honesty and all that. And I'm telling you, honestly, because I understood these fears, I got past them. I learned about them, and I was honest with myself about what was holding me back. And it changed my life. It really did. So go to my, the number five, my5fears.com. I'm going to try something different today with this episode as I move forward. You know, in case you hadn't heard the last episode, I'm moving to one day, one episode a week. And I think what I'm going to do is one really great episode. Now, I'm going to implement some changes in this one. And next week, I'm going to have some more improvements and then changes to the show. Uh, I've got some great things I've got planned. I'm not able to put them in this week, but Everything's going to get better because now I feel like I can breathe. I don't have two, three hours worth of show prep and recording and editing to do every single day. 
now I've got one really great show that I'm going to bring to you every week. I would love it if you shared this with your friends. But we're going to try something new today. As you're listening to this show, I want you to keep this number handy because I want your feedback because this show isn't going to be neatly packaged at the end. I'm not going to wrap it up in a little bow and tell you exactly the way everything should be. We're going to explore this whole idea of honesty and lying, but I need your feedback. So I've got my phone number set up, 561-247-2857, If you're outside of the United States or you'd rather use something else, you can use SpeakPipe. It works great. As a matter of fact, the audio quality is even better than a phone. Just go to pdesmondadams.com slash feedback. And on your phone or your tablet or your computer, you can give me your feedback on this episode because this one is one we are going to have to wrestle with. We might explore it in a future episode if you bring up some great questions. I want to know what they are, okay? We're talking about honesty and lying, and this isn't very clear cut. And you may think it is. No, we need to be honest. And I'm going to challenge you on something here uh, in a few minutes in this episode that that's going to make you think, hmm, maybe I need to be dishonest sometimes. Sometimes dishonesty is justified. <gasps> really? How does that work into your spiritual or, or religious or moral beliefs? It might fit perfectly and you're going to be shocked, but I want your feedback. So write this number down, 561-247-2857. Or if you're outside in the United States or you want to use a different method, I have a tool called SpeakPipe. It works on your phone, your computer, your tablet, whatever. Android, iOS, doesn't matter. pdesmondadams.com slash feedback. And I want your feedback. All right, let's talk about what lying is. What really is lying all about? Well, there's a number of different kinds of lies. We all know the bold-faced lie, right? That's when someone says, did you do this? And you say, no, <laughs> but you actually did, right? I think of a couple of really great examples in history, a couple of politicians, oh, shock, <laughs> that, that had bold-faced lies. One of them, if you remember this, maybe you're not as old as me, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Not a very good impression, I know, but seriously, that was a bold-faced lie we found out. The consequences of it, yeah, we can all debate that, whether it was really relevant or not. That's not the point. It was a lie, and we'll talk about why that lie was shared. Now, to be fair, there was a there. There's numerous lies. I could I could have a list. I could do a whole episode just lies politicians gave, right? That would be a long episode, and I don't think I want to do it. But there's another one that I think of, and that's read my lips. No new taxes. And 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 again, I apologize for the impersonation, but that's George Herbert Walker Bush, the first George Bush president, uh, George H. W. Bush's dad. And um, and and he promised, he said, read my lips, no new taxes. And then shortly into his presidency, new taxes came along. Right. And so that was a bold faced lie. And we can go into now. Seriously, I, I'm, I'm a political junkie. I've served politically. I've run campaigns. I know the political arena. I know what operates it. We can if you want to call the phone number five, six, one, twenty four, seven, twenty eight, fifty seven and share why those weren't lies or why they didn't matter. Go ahead. But honestly, I want to explore more of why people tell lies and what a lie is and what a lie isn't and, you know, what, what our motivation is in lies. Because I want to, I want to have you, help you have the best life possible. 
There's another type of lie, and that's the little white lies. We've heard of this before, right? We sometimes will use these in order to protect somebody, right? This is how we justify the lie, because it protects somebody else. We'll say to ourselves, this really doesn't hurt anyone, and knowing the truth would cause a lot of pain. So we weigh the two. How much pain will this lie cause versus how much pain will this lie prevent? And we ask ourselves, if if I'm not hurting somebody very much with this distruth, untruth, uh, this lie, then I can justify it because I'm actually, you know, we're weighing it. It's kind of like a little bit of lie goes in and a lot of benefit comes out of the magic lying machine, right? It's a little white lie. But what about when the lie is to cover up an improper action on our own part? That's often the case. We rarely look back that far. We say, well, if I just say this, it'll, it'll protect the other person, and the lie's not really going to hurt them that much, but the protection that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep them from avoid, I'm going to help them avoid this other pain, that's way up here. I mean, that's a lot of pain I'm going to help them avoid. But maybe the pain, if we were honest, was caused by our own actions that weren't appropriate. I think about distrust. I think about uh, questions of trust. I think about relationships where maybe you were in a flirtatious situation with a coworker. You were at happy hour after work one day and you were flirty a little bit and maybe a text got shared or something and somebody saw it and there's a question about it. Well, you might tell a little white lie because you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't cheat on anybody physically, but you want to just cover up the lie because you know it was a mistake. It's not going to happen again. And if you are honest about it, it's going to open up this big can of worms, right? So that's a little white lie. And I guess it makes sense, right? It's white. And that's good, I guess. I don't know. But it's little. That's certainly good. We know if, if, if you're going to do a lie, do a little lie because it's a little bit better. Or I don't know. I think I, well, we'll get into this. But I think lying... <laughs> This is the thing. This is not meant to be a judgment thing. This is this kind of like me exploring why do I lie, and I'm sharing it with you out loud. So this isn't me just saying, well, let me tell you about why you're wrong with your lying. This is about me thinking out loud. Like, why do, why do I sometimes cover up things? Why do I sometimes not share all of the truth? Why do I do that? What's, what's benefiting me? And so I wanted to just explore that in this episode. So, so please understand that as I go through this, this is not about me just saying, here's where you're wrong. Here's where you need to improve. Here's where you're really messed up. <laughs> this is me thinking out loud about myself. And I was hoping maybe we could explore it together. So maybe if you think little white lies are okay, I'd love to know your thoughts on it. You can call me at 561-247-2857, or you can go to pdesmondadams.com slash feedback. I want to know what you think about little white lies. Here's another one that's a lie. It really is. It's an exaggeration. These are attention-getting lies. These are lies that we tell to draw attention to ourselves. We want people to think that something was bigger, something we did was bigger than it really was, or something we had to endure was bigger than, than it really, really was, or sometimes things we exaggerate by saying things were less than they were. Like we'll exaggerate about the um, challenges somebody else had to face in order to get to where we are. Well, they didn't have to really go through everything I had to go through. It's kind of a mixture between us exaggerating about our own thing and and tearing down theirs or reducing theirs. In both cases, it's typically about drawing attention to ourselves, about puffing ourselves up. Look at me. Look at what I had to do. 
that we're inflating what we had to endure in order to get to where we are. Or look at me and look at how awesome I am. Uh, we we uh, we sometimes deflate others like, oh, yeah, but they you know what? They came from a family that had money. I got here by working my butt off and I came from nowhere to, you know, we don't know. We, we, t- we tend to exaggerate in situations. That's really to draw attention to ourselves. Here's another type of lie. Shading the truth. Now, this is the one politicians are experts at doing. This is really lying by omission. We're being 100% truthful in sharing something. We're just not sharing everything, right? The things we're not sharing might kind of compromise the things we did share. We were totally honest about those things, but we kind of kept this other stuff over here on the side. And we didn't want to talk about that because if you actually saw those, the things we talked about wouldn't really seem that great. We, We leave out the parts that could cause us pain or maybe discomfort. Often we do this when we want somebody to, somebody to side with us on an issue. Lawyers do this in court. I'm a prosecuting attorney. It's their job. They don't bring up all the stuff that, that could compromise their case. Why would they? Right? But that's shading the truth. But that's their job. They need to. So that, I guess that's why people say lawyers are liars. Uh, I, I don't know about that. But think of a defense attorney. Defense attorney doesn't come up to the, the bar and come up to the judge and, and, and bring about, yes, my client's fingerprints were on. They don't even mention their client's fingerprints were on the, the knife, right? But, but they talk about everything else that's going to mitigate that, that's going to compromise the case that the prosecuting attorney is putting forth. And we all do this when we're making a case for ourselves. We've done this since we were a kid, right? We, we, we don't give all the information to mom and dad. I just had this happen today with my granddaughter. One of them was crying, two granddaughters, right? One's crying. Uh, the other one saying, I could hear saying, sorry, sorry. So I already know, right? Something's going on. So I walk in the room. I was like, what's going on? One of them's crying with a chair, like a fold up lounge chair, like kind of thing, a little kid's one next to her. The other one's sitting on the end of the bed and saying, well, she, she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't let me use the chair. Yeah. And and I really wanted to use the chair, right? And it's really my chair. <laughs> and I and I had to like kind of call her out. It's like, okay, what's the part you're leaving out? What what aren't you telling me? That 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 I'm really sorry? No, what happened? So so I kind of had to feed it to her. You pushed her off the chair, didn't you? Yeah. And that's that's what we do. It's it's the same thing. Except as we get older, it kind of gets more complicated and the consequences get a lot bigger. Politicians, again, do this one all the time. Maybe you've done this as well. Maybe you've talked to a friend about why you're not in, in the condition you want to be physically. Well, diets just don't work for me. Or that diet doesn't work for me. I tried that one. Uh, I tried paleo, maybe, and it didn't work for me. Did you forget to say why it didn't work for you? Your cheat day turned into a cheat weekend and turned into a cheat week. Or maybe instead of going 100% paleo, you... I, it doesn't have to be paleo, whatever it is, you compromised some way, but you never say that. I remember back about 15 years ago, I'd lost about 20 pounds uh, on a very low carb diet. And a coworker was just enthralled with this, thought, oh man, that's the greatest thing. I'm going to try that. Tell me what you did. So I gave her all the details, all the information about what I was doing. And then a few days later, I'm walking by her cubicle. Yeah, cubicle. And <laughs> I know we've all been there. 
I'm walking by her cubicle and I see her at her desk, right? She's, I'm going to try to do this without messing up my microphone. Head's tilted back, okay? Back like this. And, and in her hand, her right hand, there's one of those little mini boxes of like frosted flakes, like sugar coated carbohydrates, okay? Now she's on a very low carb diet and she's got it tilted back and she's shaking that box and dumping all of that into her mouth. One of those little handheld boxes, the little mini ones. And I was like, hey, yeah, I'm not going to mention her name just in case. It was like 15 years ago, but you never know. Hey, what happened? You're not doing the thing? Oh, no, I'm still doing it. Oh, I thought, I mean, it was, it's like a very low carb thing. I know, but I just kind of had to modify it a little bit to make it work for me, right? So fast forward now, okay, a few weeks. How's that going? How's everything going? You still, nah, you know what? It, it's, 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 it didn't work for me. It, it, you know, I tried it and I just felt like I, I just, I wasn't losing the weight and okay. So that's shading the truth. Now I knew the truth. I knew what she had modified the diet, but, but there's so many times when we do this in life and we don't tell anybody else, we, they don't know the truth and we don't tell them the truth. We don't tell them that part of the truth and that's shading the truth. That's the lie of omission. We, we're, we're totally honest. It didn't work for her, right? She didn't lose weight. That's true. It didn't work for her. That's true. But the truth is she had modified it, added in a bunch of carbohydrates into her low carbohydrate diet. And, and that's why it didn't work. Here's one that came up and I'd love to know what you think about this. Okay. I've been a performer since I was a young kid or since I can remember, right? All the way back. I, even to the point of doing magic. Now this one, again, this one popped into my head while I was writing out the notes for this episode. And I thought, Whoa, yikes, I got to talk about this. So I'm going to talk about honesty and lying. What about performers? I, I've been, I've done magic. I've been a magician since I was seven years old and I don't actively do it anymore, but that's the epitome. That's like the ultimate in deception in lying. So is that a lie? Uh, it is. It's a deception, but I don't know. Is that lying? Is it hurtful? I guess maybe that's what it comes down to. Is it hurtful or is it meant to prevent us from feeling pain? And I, I think that's what we really need to ask ourselves when it comes to being honest. Ask, why are we lying? Or why do we lie? It really, really honestly, honestly, comes down to self-protection. This is the most common reason for us being dishonest or lying. We want to protect ourselves either physically, right? Emotionally, spiritually, even spiritually is a big one. We lie to ourselves spiritually all the time in an effort to stroke our ego. We'll, we'll have the lie of omission. We won't actually talk openly with people. Maybe you're prothelitizing, you're sharing your faith to somebody else. You really want them to come on board because that makes us feel good when people join us in our faith because it's like, oh, see, even they agree it was a good thing. And then, you know, they joined me and that means, you know, I'm doing the right thing and they joined me. And so the more people who join me, the more valid my faith is, right? And so we don't tell them our doubts. We don't bring up our doubts when we're sharing with somebody else about our spiritual faith. And sometimes we don't even explore doubts. Sometimes we're not even honest with ourselves about our own doubts within our faith. We spiritually lie to ourselves. We shade the truth. Or, oh, this is a big one. We exaggerate our spiritual experiences, right? We talked about how we feel so comforted, but really, honestly, we're still doubtful. We're still struggling. We've prayed about something and we're not getting any answer. 
but we kind of exaggerate how we feel about it or we kind of shade the truth and we tell somebody, I'm just trusting that God's going to know what to do. And he's, you're not actually trusting it. You're staying awake all night long because you're anxious about it. We do this all the time. We lie. Emotionally, we lie to protect ourselves. We learn it as children. But here's the reality of it. And this is why I bring this up, not just to explore this, but to help you understand something. Because in the week ahead, even today, even maybe already today on a Monday morning, you may have already experienced a situation where you had to be dishonest about something. Maybe you're listening to this show at home because you really didn't want to go into work today and you called in sick, right? I've been throwing up all night long. I'm not, or my kid has to go to the doctor, something, some excuse. And you can justify it. You can justify it because you, you've been working extra hours every week. And now you really just need some rest, but your boss isn't going to give you a day off just to rest. So you got to come up with something. So you justify your lie. So in the week ahead, you're going to have an opportunity to be completely honest when it's not that comfortable. And it's going to seem like the immediate result will be discomfort if you're honest. So you'll opt for dishonesty in some form or another, as I've discussed. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, being dishonest robs you. It robs you of a number of things. One, it robs you of your personal peace because you know you were dishonest. And in order for you to feel comfortable about your dishonesty, you sometimes have to be dishonest with yourself. You'll make up stories to justify your dishonesty. That eats at you. I know you are not going to admit this. I know you are not. It eats at you. It does. Come on. You can justify it all you want, but you know that you weren't 100% honest. Now, it may only eat at you consciously for five minutes after you hang up the phone or while you're, (laughs) hey, um, yeah, John, man, I, oh my gosh, I've been up sick all night long. I'm not going to make it in today. So that whole time you're saying that, you're like, am I, am I faking it too much? Am I not faking it enough? Do I need to cough one more time? Do I need to sound a little more raspy in my voice? Maybe crack a little voice. You're asking yourself all these questions and inside spiritually, your soul, you're just kind of like, oh, this is not right. But then you hang up the phone. You're like, okay, that's over. Okay, good. Got the day off. And then of course that pain and that, 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 that discomfort goes away until tomorrow morning when you got to go in and you're driving and you're like, Hmm, do I still have some remnant? Should I cough a little? Come on. I've been there. I've done it. I know. Should I cough a little more when I walk in? Do I need to kind of be a little somber today? Do I need to be a little subdued, a little, you know, kind of bring it down a little bit? All these things that you change about yourself, you're lying to yourself about how you really feel in order to cover the lie that you told to other people about how you felt yesterday. See, it robs you of peace, peace, oxygen. Think of freedom. Think of being on top of a mountain, breathing fresh air. When we lie, we put ourselves in this little dark, dank cave where breathing's not that easy, spiritually, emotionally, physically, even physically, yes. And we're denying ourselves something. It weakens us. Lying weakens us. Because you know what? I have to lie to cover up areas where I wasn't strong, like going to work. I could have gone to work. It would have taken more strength from me to go to work. 
but I want to admit my weakness and call in sick. Or maybe I was flirty with somebody and I don't want my spouse to know. So I kind of lied about it, right? I lied about some texts or some instant messages that were going on. I had to delete something on there. And, and you look at your phone and you're like, is everything all cleaned up on here? Maybe you're, you're a guy, maybe you're a girl. Maybe and you're dealing with looking at stuff on the internet that you know your spouse wouldn't be happy about, right? And you kind of like, I hope I got everything. Did I leave? And you notice, oops, I left something open on there, right? Those are all things that weaken us. They destroy us. And they destroy our relationships. Because when you know you're not being to- totally honest with your partner, you you just, you, you it weakens it. And maybe you're the only one who knows about the little crack on the inside of that relationship. Your spouse, your partner can't see the crack. You know it's there though. It causes us pain, whether we want to admit it or not. Not immediate pain, and that's why we lie, because we're avoiding that immediate pain. But long term, it robs us. Yes, can you have a a relationship that's sustaining and long term, and there's a couple of little white lies in there? Absolutely you can. Absolutely you can. Can your body survive with having cake once a year? Yeah. Can it survive having cake once a month? Yeah. Can it survive having cake once a day? Yeah. Kind of. You'll start to really feel it. But, but anything like that is degrading your body. It's not the best thing for you. It's really not. So if you want to have the best life, you need to put in the best of everything into yourself. Here's the thing. And I mentioned this at the beginning. Can lies, oh my gosh, I'm almost at 30 minutes. Can Is this too long? Let me know if I'm going, if this is too long. Oh my gosh. This is, <laughs> please let me know. If you're enjoying this, email me or, or call the number 561-247-2857. Let me know. Oh, dude, that was unbearable, too long. Bah. Or, oh my gosh, it was great. I love that you got to expound and go longer because I really grew through that. Okay. Either way, let me know. No hard feelings. I won't be hurt. I want to know. I want this to be good for you, not good for me. So let's, hopefully good for both. Here we go. So let me ask you, can lies be beneficial? This is something that came about when I I did a national morning radio show. And my host, a friend of mine, obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but anyway, we were talking about honesty. And I thought, well, it's just lying's just wrong. And he said, really? Would it have been okay to lie to Nazi soldiers about harboring some Jews in your attic during World War II? Would that have been an okay lie? Or should you have been honest when they knock on your door and ask, I don't know how they ask in German, if you have any Jews in your house? And you say, yes, actually, I do. There's a family up in my attic. I want to be honest. (gasps) Think about that one. Now, I don't have an answer on this, okay? I really don't. I really don't. I, 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 this is this is always the situation I come back to in my mind when I ask, "Is lying wrong?" And I don't know. I mean, if you're a if you're a God fearing person, what would God want you to do in that situation? This your image of God, whatever your faith is, what would God want you to do in that situation? Be honest, really, and they're going to die. So you're going to be honest, and the family is going to go into a gas chamber and die. What do you think? Is lying okay in that situation? Here's what I think it comes down to. Lying in and of itself. Oh, man, I almost said something, and I was like, oh, it was off the cuff. 
I was going to say lying in and of itself isn't bad. Kind of like a curse word, like, like, a, like I was talking to my daughter about this, whether there was a word, there was a word in a song and she, she kind of was singing the song and then she was silent during that word. I said, Oh, you don't say that word. She goes, well, I'm not really allowed to say those bad words. I said, yeah, but I think that word in that case is used in a positive. It's kind of an exclamation like, you know, and it really wasn't a bad word, but so she, she's like, well, what if I won the lottery? And I said, F yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. You're a lady and ladies usually don't talk like that. Anyway, I think lines kind of like that. No, I don't know. I'm just telling you, I think lines like that. There are words that are, we're okay saying they're not bad words, you know, but if we say them in a hurtful way, they're wrong because we're hurting somebody else. And I, I think that's, that's the case. Now we have to ask ourselves, remember I said, sometimes we tell little white lies in order to not hurt somebody, but in telling that we're sometimes hurting ourselves. So this becomes a kind of a, a multifaceted issue. I think honestly, uh-huh, the, the, the thing, the best thing to do is to live an honest life, to live a life that is honest. And this came up with me recently with a family member who said, Hey, I'm not going to say what, how they address me. Cause I would give away who they are. Hey, um, can you tell so-and-so that I did this something else? Right. I said, but you didn't do that. I know, I know, I know, but I, I just don't want them. No, I won't tell them that it doesn't matter to you. You know, it does matter to me because if I'll lie for you, I'll lie to you and I don't lie to you. And so, so I said, no, I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right, fine. Hang up. Right. And that's really the truth. We need to, I did it again. And we, we need to live an honest life, always trying to be honest with ourselves and with others. Now, in the case of the Nazis, I don't have a relationship with those Nazis. They're out doing evil and I'm protecting somebody who's innocent. And so, uh, I'd love to know what you think on that. 561-247-2857 or go to pdesmondams.com slash feedback. I want to know what you think about that, whether that Nazi situation is good or bad or, you know, lying to them about whether you have Jews in your attic. But here's what you can take out of this. Because, again, I didn't, I told, warned you, this is not going to be all packaged up. But here's what you can take out of this. One of the things you can do, there's two things I think we can bring out of this. Stop lying to yourself. This is the simplest one to do. You already know the truth. So when you lie to yourself, I mean, you know you're lying to yourself, right? But you can justify the lie you're, being, you're telling yourself. It's really a weird phenomenon. Sometimes because of our mental condition, we can honestly believe something isn't, that isn't true. We can believe it's true even though it isn't true. And that's sometimes brought on by very odd situations. And this is not judgmental of anybody because I understand in an abusive situation, you can be conditioned to believe you may deserve the abuse or that the abuse isn't really abusive, right? And maybe you are in that situation. You're, you're lying to yourself, but you're not really cognizant of the lie because of mental trauma that's gone on. And in situations like that, you really need to seek the input of an outside party and trust what they're telling you. Somebody who's not been through that mental trauma and be honest enough with yourself to know that what you're believing may not be true. That's true. That's really tough. It's, it's simple, but it's not easy. 
And, and that's what you need to ask yourself. You need to go to somebody who you trust and say, am I lying to myself on this? Is this not right? Because you'll have this little, there'll be this little, and maybe it's a spiritual thing, but there'll be this little click, this little something inside your head that you know there's no, there's some little bit of something not right. And you need to go to somebody else in that situation and ask them that. One of the most frequent lies we tell ourselves is about the lies we tell others. I deserve the day off. I would never get it uh, if I was honest about it. Maybe flirting with a coworker isn't hurting anyone. I use that as an example. There's no reason to be honest with my spouse or my partner about it. They'll just overreact because it's really nothing, right? Admitting I was too wrapped up into my own things. I completely forgot about my child's soccer game this afternoon. Well, if I tell her that, then that's going to cause her emotional trauma. If I just say that, I, I wanted to come, but my boss forced me to stay for this meeting. I've, I've reduced the trauma to her because, you know, a boss is a jerk and he forced me to stay versus mom or dad forgot the soccer game. So ask yourself, are you lying to yourself about something? Maybe you need to be honest and, and check your ego. I'll use that soccer game as an example. Yeah, it could be incredibly traumatic for your kid to think, well, mom's too busy with life that, to, to remember my soccer game. But what if you sat down and said, my goodness, you know what happened to me today? And this may happen to you someday. I got so wrapped up into some things that I really, really wanted that I completely forgot about your soccer game. But that doesn't mean I don't love you. That means that I was misfocused. I made a mistake. Oh, that's hard to say, huh? I made a mistake and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an adult, yes, but I haven't stopped learning. And imagine if you told your kid that. Imagine the lesson they'd learn. They'd learn that they need to be honest with themselves throughout life. Here's another thing you can do. Stop lying to those you love. We can go back and forth about whether lying is justified, but the reality is lying hurts our relationships. Even if we're the only one who knows the lie, even if I'm the only one who knows I lied, it hurts my relationship. Yeah, it protects me personally and immediately, but it hurts the strength of the relationship. I doubt myself. I doubt my commitment to the relationship because I know I lied. Even if the weakness uh, can't be seen on the surface, it's still there. Even if you're the only one who knows that weakness is there, it's still there. Even if you somehow convinced yourself the weakness wasn't there, it's still there. And it weakens your relationships. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to those you love. Be a better you. When I lie, I give myself room to be less of the person I want to be. I can lie about how much I exercise, but my body's going to reveal that lie. I can lie about how much I read, but my intellect's going to reveal that lie. I can lie about how faithful I am to my partner, but our trust will reveal the lie. Listen, the reason a lot of people are distrusting of their partners is because they know they themselves are not trustworthy and they can't believe the other person is more trustworthy because I'm a pretty noble person. And if I'm not trustworthy, well, there's no way they're trustworthy. And if I can't trust myself, then I can't trust them. See how it compromises the integrity of trust in a relationship? I want to share a quote with you to help you remember what this episode was about. I kind of want to do this. It's fine. I used to do this in earlier episodes. I'd share a quote at the beginning. I want to do that to wrap up each episode. Just a quote that I found that I think is going to really kind of summarize what we talked about in this. This is a quote from James E. Faust. He's a member of the LDS Church, Latter-day Saints, the Mormon Church. He's a lawyer. He's a politician. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
should have known. <laughs> no, he, he said something really, really great. He says, honesty is more than not lying. Okay, listen to this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it again. Listen closely. Honesty is more than not lying. It is truth-telling, truth-seeking, truth-living, and truth-loving. You see how that worked? What a great quote. That's from James E. Faust. And uh, I hope you'll remember that as you move forward through the week. Do everything you can to be honest with yourself and with those in your life. I want your feedback again. I've mentioned it a few times during the show. I hope you don't mind, but I do want to hear from you. I'll share it in a future episode. Leave me a voicemail, 561, it's area code 561-247-2857. If you're outside of the United States, you don't want to have the toll charges, you can always call that number. You just use one zero zeros, the uh, country code, 561-247-2857. But if you don't want to do that, you can use SpeakPipe. It's a great app. It's on my website at pdesmondadams.com slash feedback. Real easy. You can use it on any device, computer, tablet, or your phone pdesmondadams.com slash feedback. I really want to know your thoughts. This is a tough one, right? Uh, I may play it back on a future show. You can also go to the show notes page at pdesmondadams.com slash 156, and I'll kind of have the outline for this show. You can go back and re-listen to this show, and I'll have a place where you can give me your feedback. I hope this was okay. I've gone about 40 minutes. I want to know, even if you call that number and say, dude, back it off. What happened to 20 minutes? You've gone double time. Yeah, but I'm doing one-fifth of the shows I used to. <laughs> I, I, do, I do like being able to dig deeper into these. If you felt this was beneficial, please let me know. If you felt this was horrible, keep it to yourself. No, <laughs> if you felt it was horrible, let me know that as well because I want this show to be great for you. Thank you so much. I hope you'll share this show with others. I hope you're following me on Twitter, at P. Desmond Adams. Real easy to remember uh, jump on and follow, and I share all kinds of fun stuff on there. Sometimes ask weird questions, share articles I've found. You can follow me on Twitter at P. Desmond Downs. Thanks so much. I want to hear back from you. And of course, as always, still, even after 40 minutes, may your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 